there, everybody. Welcome to You're Doing Fine, Oklahoma, where we explore mysteries, hauntings, and family secrets from the great state of Oklahoma and beyond. I'm Shy. And I'm Shanna. We're wannabe mystery solvers and cousins that love to hash out our favorite whodunits over family time. Our husbands are afraid of us. As As they they should be. Okay, so this week we are going to discuss Herman Edward Lamb Jr. and his multiple victims. Oh. Okay. So this is gonna this is going to last decades. Okay, so when we're talking about multiple victims, mm-hmm. are we talking about an Oklahoma serial killer? I believe we are. Wow. Okay. Coming okay. in hot. Okay. Love it. Okay. Okay. Let's do this. So, you know how much we love our 80s. Oh. Everything 80s. So much we love the 80s. So, reading the Oklahoman, ran across an article from some years back. It listed cold cases by decades. Okay. Wow. This one that stood out to me in particular was in the 1980s cold cases, okay? So we're going to start with her. There's other time periods involved, but she's the one that really stood out, mainly because it involved her and four of her children. Oh, God. I know. I know. Okay. Those those are the worst, but it's just, I don't know. I think the whole um, thought behind how can any human hurt a child, I think is what draws me to these. Like, I don't, I, I don't know. It's just, okay, let's just, I don't know. Well, it's because we have kids. True. And sometimes our precious angels are not so precious. True. But never would we consider actually hurting them. Ever. Ever. True. Okay. Well, I have my cup of Earl Grey yes. and I'm strapped in for the ride. You're so ready. Ready take this, me. Take this me ride. away. I hope I do it justice. I hope I can keep the timelines very clear because there's going to be some jumping around folks. So, okay. So let's start with one of the more recent victims. Like I said, it was um, here in Oklahoma. There was other states involved too. People, sorry, I should have stated that. Sooner, but. So uh, this victim, her name was Linda Wheeler. Okay? okay. She and her four children, mind you, all of these children were under the age of 14. Ugh. So these were just the littlest. Okay? Oh, God. Okay. Disappeared in 1985. Oh, okay. Okay. All right. So we do know by 1985, she had been married four times. And from those marriages, she did have five children. Okay. Okay. That's a lot. It's mm-hmm. a lot for any one person mm-hmm. to handle. Yep. Yes. So, Linda was born in New Mexico in 1950. At some point, she moved to Salisaw, her her and her family. Not sure. Timelines are real iffy, especially for these 1980s cases, as well as, you know, upbringings or home lives or things like that. Sure. But like I said, we did know she had been married four times. Her children included, so from her first marriage, she did have a daughter who was... 17 at the time of the disappearance. 
Okay. okay. Don't know the child's name. We don't even know if she's still alive today. But she's she obviously wasn't part she, of the murder of Linda and her children. Correct. Okay. Correct. So next is Terry Lamb. Yes, you heard the last name right, Lamb. We're ta- here to talk about Edward Lamb Jr. Okay. Okay. He was the son of Linda, Lam- Linda and Edward. Okay. Or Herman Edward, excuse me. Lamb was her second husband. Okay. okay. Then a uh, later marriage, she had Angela, who was 13, Edward, who was 11, and Michael, who was nine. Okay. So the youngest of our victims was nine, oh, God. which is the worst. Unfortunately, the father of these three children did die several years before the disappearance. Okay, so he was not around. Correct. All right. So, sad from the get-go. Just tragedy all tragedy. around. Tragedy, yes. You know they had a hard life. Yes. Okay. Had to. Yes. So, we are now at June 20th, 1985. Okay? All right. At the age of 35, Linda was hospitalized for burns and physical wounds allegedly inflicted by a boyfriend at the time, by the name of Dwight King, who was also known as Bear. So. Okay, so she was hospitalized, let's be very clear, hospitalized due to a domestic violence assault. Correct. In some sort of way. Correct. Okay. Okay. So, the following month, Linda told friends and family she was leaving Oklahoma City and traveling to Salisaw. Okay, so Salisaw, Oklahoma, Oklahoma, in eastern Oklahoma. Correct. Which is green country. Green country. Super pretty area. Okay. Okay. Her family believes she was trying to get away from this Bear King guy, which I don't blame her. Fair. That's completely, yes, please do so. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, 100%. So, herein enters Herman Edward Lamb Jr., which she was married to before. Correct. Or ha- has a child with. Correct. Previously. Correct. Okay. So, not really much to say about him. He also grew up in Zalasaw. Okay. He had been a handyman that moved around a lot in the 70s. So, mm-hmm. plumbing, um, roofing, you know, all the handyman, jack-of-all-trades type of situation. I wonder if he was uh, also moving around you know, oil field workers. Oh, could have. Right? I didn't think about that. Mm. Yeah. Never know. So, before the the disappearance of Linda and her children, he had had a 24-year history of convictions and arrests. So, 24 years previous to 1985, this dude was in all sorts of trouble. Sounds like a stand-up guy. Yeah, he has a piece of work. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, in 81, he had been released from prison in Illinois for an attempted kidnapping of a woman up there. Okay, so piece of human garbage. Mm -hmm, Yes. All righty. More to come from Illinois, though. Oh, okay. okay. Right now, we're going to keep that in mind. 81. Leaves prison for an attempted kidnapping. 
So we're going to put a pin in that. Mm -hmm. All Mm -hmm. right. Yes. Okay. So we know that Wheeler left with Lamb and her children July of 85. Okay. For Salisaw. Okay. Right? A couple of weeks later, the family and friends realized that Wheeler and her children never made it to Salisaw. To, it, it took them a couple of weeks? Uh-huh. All righty. Yeah. Okay. So, not on a day-to-day basis, obviously, of communication, which this was the 80s. We didn't have cell phones and texting and... Right. We had to use the kitchen phone with the curly wire. Yep. Yes. Yeah. All, the olive green one. <laughs> yes. So, once they realize she's not made it, that's when the missing missing person report is then filed. Okay. Okay. So, they go on, excuse me, they go on the hunt for Wheeler, her family, as well as Lamb, because they haven't heard from him either. All right. So, where do we file a missing person report at? Are we filing a missing persons report in Oklahoma City, where they left from, or do we file a missing persons report in uh, Salisaw it's a good, area? Good question. It was never stated on any reports that I ever saw. Okay, I'm so going to say Salisaw. Like, hey, my friend was supposed to show up and never did. She never did. She okay, got four All kids right. with her. Right. So we're going to fast forward a few months down the road okay. to November 4th of 1985. Mm-hmm. Okay, so we're. Four months down the road. Four then. months down the road. Okay. A hunter near Salisaw stumbles upon the remains of an adult woman. Man, it's always a hunter or a jogger, right? Always. Always. I'm I'm an avid jogger, Shan, and I know always looking if I pass any type of what you think is a mannequin. What yeah, any type of garbage bag, like Paying real close attention. I'm not even gonna lie. Here's a here's a pro tip. It's never a mannequin. It's never. Never. Guys, never. Nope. So calls the authorities. They come out. They take the body. They still are searching, right? They're not just gonna do one and done and they find a body, right? Right. When you have five pe- people missing and you only find mm-hmm. one set of remains. One set. So the next day, November 5th, three. Children were found. Okay. So if you remember, she had Terry, who is her and Herman's son. Right. She had Angela, Edward, and Michael with her as well. Okay. Okay. So So we should have four kids and mom. Correct. Authorities did state in a report that they were sure, they were pretty sure they would find Terry at some point because they did find four pairs of tennis shoes near the three bodies. Ugh. Okay. So. All right. Right. They were hoping, though, like best case, that he was with Herman. Who no one else, who no one has heard from since they left Oklahoma City in July. In July. And this correct. is November. This is November, correct. All right. Unfortunately, about 12 days later, they did find the skeletal remains of Terry. About 200 yards away from the rest of the bodies. So he was he was pretty far away from them. He was two full football field lengths away from 
the other remains. Right. The other children. Right. So just all sorts of questions. Was he running? Was he told to stay a distance away? You know, was like, what? why was he so far away? Right. All the questions, unfortunately, that never got answered. Wow. Okay. Right. So nearby, they did find a pipe near the bodies, near the group okay. of bodies. So near the kids and Linda. Um, they believed had been used in these murders. Okay. okay. They just believed they had been used. There's no testing to confirm that. Correct. We're assuming. We're assuming. Okay. But However, they did notice that the girl, the little girl, Angela, had been stabbed. Oh. Yes. The boys, however, had head injuries that kind of lined up with beating with a blunt object. Okay, so we have blunt force trauma Mm -hmm. to some of the kids. Mm -hmm. And we have stab wounds to at least one. one. And Linda, they never could determine a cause of death. Okay. Okay, so keep all this in mind. All right. Hold on to it. Put it in a little, put it in your pocket. Put it in a little box. Hold on to it, okay? Okay, so we have a mixture of manners of death for these people. Correct. Okay. Okay. So, obviously, after finding the bodies and no body of Lamb, did they narrow the investigation to just Lamb? Because, A, he was not the person that um, filed the missing persons report. He was the last one to be seen with them. Right. Right? Okay. Right. So, while looking for Lamb, who is nowhere to be found, by the way. Right. He obviously has very little concern for, at bare minimum, his 14-year-old son. Correct. His own flesh and blood. Yes. Whether he has concern about Linda and her other children or not, he has zero concern about his 14-year-old son that he was seen getting into a car with. Correct. And then they couldn't be found. Correct. Okay. Yeah. Proceed. So, while they're on the manhunt, the brother of Linda gives an interview to a local newspaper saying that they believed the authorities were looking, looking, excuse me, for the wrong guy and should instead be looking for this Bear King dude because of the physical abuse months prior. Okay, I think we can all agree that this other guy that she was involved with in some sort of way was a human dumpster fire. Correct. We all agree with that. Yes. However, as a victim's family, how can you completely ignore the fact that Lamb was the last person seen with your family members before they're found deceased. Correct. Also, okay, so keep that in mind. There are reports stating that eyewitnesses saw that they did get in a car near Salisaw, fitting Lamb's description. All of these victims. 
Okay. Okay. So they were seen in Oklahoma City together. Mm-hmm. And also near Salisaw. Near Salisaw. Correct. Okay. Another okay. eyewitnesses report states they saw a man also fitting Lamb's description returning Wheeler's, so returning Linda's pickup back to a dealership and receiving a finder's fee, excuse me, for a repossessed vehicle. Gross. Right? So, being a brother of a now-known victim of murder and hearing these eyewitness accounts, you're still going to say you're looking for the wrong guy. I yeah, don't. I'm I'm real confused about that. This family is not close. <laughs> I'm can, super confused about that. Can we just say this family is not close? At they all? I mean I don't I don't know if they were close. I don't know if they were but you have to use some sort of common sense mm-hmm. and say, "Hey, this guy was seen not not just once but twice." Mm-hmm. with my sister and her children right who later wound up deceased murdered and also after the fact he returns her truck to get a finder's fee for a repossessed vehicle so he's profiting off of her death in some sort of way yeah just wait it gets worse oh hold, hold great on. okay here we go i'm going to dive into some more piece of shit great so He was finally located in Georgia in 1986. Doesn't state what month, just in 86. I'm guessing a few months down the road they found him. Okay, so a few months after after the bodies are found, Mm -hmm. he's in Georgia. He's in Georgia. Okay. Living his best life, probably. Um, He was then extradited back to Oklahoma. He was facing first-degree murder charges for Linda, Linda and all the children. Okay, so at trial, though, Linda's mother, because we got another one of Linda's family. This is why I'm saying I don't think they were close. Hmm. Okay, Linda's mother stated, she testified, Linda's mother testified on his behalf, Lamb's behalf. Ready? Gross. She stated, whenever Linda was in trouble, Lamb always came to the rescue. But also, with a 24-year criminal history, how were they sure that he was always coming to the rescue and he wasn't the one getting her in trouble? Correct. She also went on to state, and this is quoting, he's ornery and he won't work, she said. I've always said that much to him. So it's probably sounds like such an old song to him now. So basically she was like, you're honoring and you don't work. But all the time. <laughs> I, mm, okay. But you're going to save my daughter anytime she's in trouble. So that makes you a good person. <laughs> also, I'd like to know what her definition of honoring is in relation to abuse. I mean, yeah, because back in the back in the, those days, you know, uh, rape, domestic violence, all of that was uh, boys will be boys. Yeah, and you know, just consider yourself lucky if you make it out alive, basically. Right. But 
And also too, when you're married, you have no right to say no to your husband. No. On no. any level. Not, not, no. I think there's still some marriages out there today that completely believe you need to be completely submissive to your husband. Yeah. No. Uh, anyway. Okay. While on trial, Lamb admitted to giving the family a ride to Salisaw to a remote camping area north of Salisaw for their safety. Wait. Whoa. Whoa. For their safety. For their safety. Camping. You grew up in Salisaw, but you're going to take him camping. Okay. Go on, because I'm confused, but that's fine. Go ahead. Like, were they... Yeah. Okay. So... Also during the trial, he admitted to cashing Linda's social security checks after her death. So he's profiting off of her death again. Uh Uh-huh. Can you sound more guilty at this point? You have all of these, okay, uh uh-huh, all of these things. What? All of the things, Uh uh-huh. Okay. Okay, Mm mm-hmm. So, unfortunately, this piece of shit was acquitted of the murders of Linda and her four children due to lack of evidence. Like, I think the evidence they wanted was someone physically, like, seeing him kill these people. Because everything else places him at the time of murders, shows he knew that he could cash her checks. He could return her vehicle for a fee. What makes it? I but I don't know. I don't know what specific evidence more do you need. I have a sneaking suspicion that juries in Oklahoma have put people in prison for less. Oh yeah, we know they have than just what you've said here. And I know the information that you got is from public news sources. It's not even like detective case files and stuff like that. So you don't have the really deep dive information. But I mean, can I at least get a conviction on being a shady bastard? I mean, one would have hoped back then. Man. Okay. All right. That's fine. Okay. So they acquitted him. He was acquitted. Okay, you ready for this? Lord, okay. Here we go. Within months of his acquittal, Lamb moved to Florida and was soon the center of an investigation for the murder of a nightclub dancer by the name of Bonnie Sue Loker. I would love to say that I'm surprised, but I'm not. Within months. Within (laughs) months, Sham. Okay. We're talking seven months later. That's so weird because um, I just don't find it hard to believe at all that someone that allegedly killed their ex-wife and their own child, in addition to other children, mm-hmm. could go out and kill someone else. Yeah, it's hard to believe, isn't it? It's so weird. They're just like, <laughs> why would that happen? Crazy. hmm So— Bonnie Sue Loker was found five days after she went missing on the side of the road. In Florida. In Florida. Florida. Okay. Mm -hmm. 
So her cause of death, are you ready for this? She had been beaten, stabbed, and strangled. Oh. hmm So, okay. So digging in, in my brain. Told you to put it in a pocket. Yeah, we put it in our pocket. In a little box. Mm -hmm. We had kids that were beaten. Mm -hmm. Blunt force. Correct. We had a child that was stabbed. Mm -hmm. And we have no uh, confirmed cause of death for Linda. Correct. Which, if her remains were skeletonized Mm -hmm. after spending... Some of the summer in the Oklahoma heat. Correct. I mean, could they confirm if she was strangled? The um, and we both know the only way to truly confirm that is that hyoid bone. Potentially, yeah. Or if you actually have a full, if you have a a body that still has musculature and stuff like yeah. that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But if it's truly skeletonized, right? Yeah, yeah. So. Wow. Right. Okay. So he was the last person seen with her. He was arrested. He did admit to killing her. However. Well, that was mighty big of him. I know. Right? Wow. But when questioned, he stated he invited her to his hotel room with promises of drug and sex. Okay. She didn't go for the sex. No, she went for the drugs. Yeah. Yeah. However, when Loger discovered the drugs that were offered to her were sugar, <laughs> a fight broke out between the two of them, and he had to defend himself. By beating her, stabbing her, and strangling her? Yes. All at the same time? Yes. Because you know, a dude, I don't even care what your size is, if you're fighting a woman, and more than likely this woman was tiny, she was a dancer. If you have to beat them, stab them, and strangle them to defend yourself. Wow. Mm-hmm. Wow. He must have missed. He, he must have missed leg day and arm day at the gym. Yeah. He didn't go to PE class when he was growing Man. up in the 50s, did he? Well. 60s. You know, his mother-in-law did say he didn't like to work. True. So, yeah. Wow. Okay. So, mm-hmm. wow. Okay. Mm-hmm. So, he gets convicted of second degree murder. Because he admit, admitted to it. Because he admitted to it. Okay. Mm-hmm. And a sentence to 20 years. So, her family got some sort of justice out of that. Correct. Okay. So, when he was arrested, he had to be sent back to Oklahoma, though to serve time for information that came out during the Wheeler trial. Remember the cashing of the social security checks? Yeah. Yeah. Is that a federal? Does that wind up being a federal crime or is it just Oklahoma state? I think that was an Oklahoma state one. But I mean, if it's social security, I I think that's federal. But he had to go back to Oklahoma to serve 10 years for that. Okay. Okay. So as soon as that 10 years up, 20 for Loker. In Florida. In Florida. All right. All right. So, while serving time in 1999, 
Oh. Okay, so now I believe he is now serving time for Loker's murder. So we jumped from like 86, 87 87 in Florida Mm -hmm. to 99. We are in now 99. Okay. Okay. The family of a woman believed to have been killed by Lamb in 1977 comes forward and says, we know Lamb murdered our sister. We just can't prove it. So, okay. From 77. Yes. So we're talking 22 years later, these people come forward and we're like, we know he did it. We just can't prove it. Okay. Okay. Tell me more. So now we're going to go and talk about Miss Denise Stallhut. Okay. Okay. So we're going to go back in time again. I feel like we're in a time machine that's just all over the place. It's all over the place. It's all over the map. (laughs) But I love how they're all tied together to this piece of human garbage. Yeah. So traveling back to 1977 to a little town called Edwardsville, Illinois. Oh, we're back to Illinois. We're back in Illinois. You remember? Where he's already served time. Okay. So, Denise Stallhut is a waitress at Ronnie B's Tavern. God bless her. It just sounds like fun. That sounds like... 77. You know what? I bet that's your neighborhood pub. Right. I bet that's your neighborhood bar. And that's where you go to watch the Bears. Or who... That's that's Chicago, right? Yeah. That's Chicago. Definitely. I do sports balls. So, Mm -hmm. it's fine. It is. So, you're you're a Bears fan in the 70s. Uh Uh-huh. You're going to the tavern. To watch the game on the tiny little screen that's yeah. behind the bar. Totally. And have some brews with your bros. Yeah. <laughs> right? Right. Okay. Okay. So Denise Stallhut, newlywed. She had only been married a week. Ooh. Newly. You know she just wanted to get home to her husband. Yeah. Okay. So in December of 1977... She was last seen leaving the tavern after her shift was over. Okay. Okay, this is December. It's cold up there. It's cold up there. It's super cold. Eyewitnesses see a man matching Lamb's description follow her out. I wonder if he was a regular. That's what I I don't, because we knew he was in Illinois. Right. Hold on. Let me finish. I don't think he was a regular. I think that's why he caught everyone, but... I think that's why everyone was like, um, he's a stranger here. Let me just, okay. Okay, go ahead. Sorry. Keep keep that. So, Denise was found eight days later at a truck stop in the trunk of her car. Oh. She had been raped and murdered. However, the cause of death has never been stated. Okay. Okay. Well, probably one of his favorite three. Probably. Don't you think? Yes. Okay, so there was physical evidence on her body. So they found semen and blood found on her, on a glove and her panties. Okay. Okay, So we're going to keep that, keep a hold of that. So back in those days, Mm -hmm. they could only do secretor, non-secretor on semen. That's correct. And blood typing on blood. That's correct. Okay. So blood test was done and found to match lamb, but that wasn't enough at the time. To get him even arrested. Which or, totally makes sense. Mm-hmm, right. So that's when the case goes cold. Okay. Can't figure it out. Okay. So I want you to remember, I said earlier that he had been released 
from prison in 81. For an attempted kidnapping yeah, yeah. in Illinois. Yeah, yeah. So this time of Denise, Denise's death, uh-huh. he was on the run from that. Oh. So this, this chick got out of the car. The attempted kidnapping chick got out of the car. Went on the lamb again <laughs> for the first time. Lamb went on the lamb. But was caught later after Denise and served time for this attempted kidnapping before Denise. Okay. Am I totally confusing? It's- okay. So let's take it back mm-hmm. because Denise was murdered in 77. Correct. When did our kidnapping happen? Attempted kidnapping. Four months before. Perfect. Okay. So he did his dirty deed, tried to kidnap this chick. Mm-hmm. She got away like the bad bitch that she is. Yeah, she did. And he is just lying low. Yep. Uh, apparently in this neighborhood tavern. Mm-hmm. Edwardsville, Illinois. And then takes his opportunity with a waitress leaving her job. Correct. Okay. Yes. That makes sense. That timeline makes sense. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So once he was released in 81, like he had 81 to 85 is when he rejoins up with Linda. Right. But I think we know, because this guy just can't stop doing the nonsense that he does. Correct. Right? Correct. I mean, it's only a matter of months between Denise and this kidnapping victim. Right. Uh, and the, the kidnapping victim, when he was caught, that was a two-year sentence. So he was caught in a around 79, sentenced, and then was released in 81. Okay. And then there was only really a few months, well, less than a year between him killing Linda and the kids, allegedly, Mm because he was acquitted. Mm -hmm. Him killing Linda and the kids Mm -hmm. and killing that girl in Florida. Correct. So he's not going to hang out for four years and just not do anything. There has to be... Like, there's no telling between Illinois and Oklahoma. Yeah, and if he was... If he was truly living that transient lifestyle, Mm -hmm. going kind of all over the place... Yeah. There's no telling how many... um, How many bodies there are between Oklahoma and anywhere else in the U.S. Correct. Right? Right. So, let me just... Just for our... To followers that are listening. Um, we'll go back to the timeline. So 1977, attempted kidnapping. Illinois goes on the run. Okay. 1977, murders Denise Stolhut. Okay. Okay. 1981, goes to prison for the attempted kidnapping. No, come, gets out of prison. I'm right? sorry, gets out of prison. Yes. Okay. Thank you. 85, picks up Linda and her family. And then leaves for Salisaw. Linda and her four kids are discovered four months later. He is brought back to Oklahoma for trial, is acquitted. Right. 1987. Confesses to the killing of Bonnie Soap Loker. Right. 1999. Still serving time for the Loker murder. Okay. Okay. 
back to 1999. This family of, of Denise from 77 was like, look, we know this is the guy. We're pretty sure it's him. How can we do this? They are able to get in contact with the assistant district attorney. Her name is Susan Jensen. In Illinois. In Illinois. Okay. They want to know about this possibly using DNA testing. And if you remember, 1999, it was still kind of new. DNA was, testing was not what we know of it today. It was still pretty fresh. Mm-hmm. It, um, I think the first documented case of DNA testing being utilized in a crime case was like 86. Mm-hmm. But it was still relatively new. Like we've come leaps and bounds in DNA testing technology since Correct. I mean, also, too, if you think about it, this was 1999 in the Midwest. So we're kind of sometimes the Midwest is a little more behind times. So the badass woman that Susan Jensen is does not brush this family off and says, why, yes, I will contact the authorities and see what we can do. You Let's go, try Susan this. Jensen. Yes. She gets in touch with the authorities near Edwardsville to see if there's any physical evidence left from Stallhut's case. There is still physical evidence left in 1999. So 22 years later, there is still semen evidence as well as blood evidence. Good for whoever processed that scene in 77 because they kept their shit together. They knew what the hell they were doing. Yeah, that's awesome. Okay, right? They get a court order for Lamb's blood. They travel down here to Oklahoma. He was in a private prison for the Loker murder in Oklahoma. Oh. Uh Uh-huh. Okay. So he had been moved. More than likely, it's McAllister, probably. I don't know. If it's a private prison, they're... Quite a few. Uh, yeah, there's, they're, they take oh, contracts from everywhere. True. And they just move them all over the place. True. They yeah. may have moved him here since his family's here. I mean, Maybe. I don't know. Anyways. Anyways. They get a blood sample from Lamb, run the DNA analysis, and it is a motherfucking match. Of course it is, because he is a piece, piece of, of shit. shit. Yes. Yes, they have got their guy. They prosecute him in Illinois. Okay. The trial lasted one whole week. The jury took an hour and a half to convict him of first-degree murder. Okay, let's be clear. The jury only took 12 minutes. The rest of that hour and a half, they were eating their box lunch Uh and discussing the events of the day between Uh themselves. Yes. They did not take an hour and a half to be like, well, is it him? I mean, there's so much evidence, like... And we got this new DNA type of evidence. Yeah. Yeah. I mean... They were like, nope. They took 12 minutes and were like, okay, everybody agreed? Cool. We got lunch outside. Let's do this. Yeah. Yes. Totally. He is sentenced to 100 years in prison. But by 99, he's already in his 50s? Yes. Give or take? Yeah. Okay. Close to 50. So he's 
definitely spending the rest of his life in prison regardless. Correct. And will never be out to hunt women again. Correct. That is correct. I like to think of it as they gave him that 100-year sentence. If my little, I want it to be all um, unicorns and rainbows for Linda and her children. Right. Like, we're going to give him the max amount because we know in our heart of hearts that this SOB killed this woman and her four kids. Well, if you look at this guy's rap sheet, I mean, he did time for kidnapping. And then he uh, was prosecuted for five murders. Mm-hmm. Uh, somehow they couldn't, you know, convict him, but that's none of my business. Um Prosecuted for five murders. Right. Pleads guilty to a murder and then matches DNA to a murder in 77. These people, if his history was admitted in court during his prosecution, mm-hmm. I don't know how you could, as a juror, think, huh, this is probably a one-off situation. Right. Right. <laughs> you, you know? And you might know this, Shane. Can you, if you are acquitted of a crime, can that crime be brought up in another trial? I don't think it can. I don't think it can either, but I would certainly hope that in addition to the DNA evidence, they would have taken into account um, for sure his 24-year rap sheet escalating to mm-hmm. that kidnapping mm-hmm. charge, that mm-hmm. attempted kidnapping charge. Correct. Because that is a violent crime. Correct. So even if everything else on that 24-year rap sheet mm-hmm. was, you know, breaking and entering, petty theft, whatever, f- fraud, because he apparently liked to steal money from people. Right. Um, any of that stuff was admissible. I would hope that they would show the jury that it was escalating towards this violent crime of kidnapping and that he just happened to get caught on the kidnapping. Right. And then there's this slight break in his life, right? Mm. And then he kills this lady in Florida Mm -hmm. that he does time for. So I would think that would be admissible. It's all just painting a picture of who this person is. character, yeah. Oh, and by the way, we also have DNA that connects him to, at very least, the rape of this woman right before she died. Correct. So. Right. I mean, hopefully they painted the picture. They may have just hedged their bets and have been like, hey, we have this DNA and this is all we need. I don't know. Yeah. Well, it worked. Whatever they did worked. He got put away. Man. Glad to say that this past January of 2020, before the world ended, (laughs) <laughs> the world as we know it came to an end. <laughs> you know, he... Mm, that's okay. Go ahead. Sorry. Okay. He passed away in prison of natural causes. Oh, he missed. He's a, he missed the fun of COVID. He didn't even get to live through the fun of COVID. Wow. So. Well, that's good. Yeah. He can't hurt anyone else. And, you know... Those prosecutors in Illinois, they did the damn thing. Yeah, they did. They killed it. They did. Like, they didn't blow these people off. 22 years later, we're like, no, sure, let's let's see how this DNA works. Let's do it. And I'll be damned if it didn't work out. They did the damn thing. Yeah. Impressive. It was awesome. Impressive, Susan Jensen. Way yes. to go. And I hope that this, you know, 
brought some peace for the people, not her family, but for the people that actually believed he killed Linda and her children. I hope that his conviction on this case was brought them some type of closure. Like, yeah, maybe he was a piece of shit. Hopefully she had someone that was supporting her and loving her and everything like that because it really didn't seem like her family did too much. Right. Correct. Correct. That's sad. Yeah. So that's the story of the victims of Herman Edward Lamb and he got, eventually got caught thanks to DNA. Wow. I just, I can't wait to see what else we're going to. There's got to be more. There's got to be more, right? There's got to be, there's got to be some total cold cases, at least between the years of 81 and 85. Like, he didn't just stop for four years. If he was consecutively trying to kill or kidnap a woman every few months in 77. Yes. Then 100%, there's got to be more victims. I think you're absolutely correct. Hard of hearts, believe it. So that's, that's it. That's what I got. Good job, Shy. Thanks, Shan. If you've enjoyed this episode or you're just really optimistic that we'll only get better from here, like, subscribe, follow You're Doing Fine Oklahoma on your favorite podcast app. And don't forget to follow us on Instagram at You're Doing Fine OK Pod. That's you are are underscore doing doing underscore fine underscore underscore OK underscore underscore pod. pod.